This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Are Canadian municipalities sitting ducks for cyber terrorists? That's what the mayor of Stratford, Ontario thinks. This is the latest Canadian municipality to be targeted by an online ransom attack. Now, here's the way this works. You will have hackers could break into a computer system, maybe lock up some IT data, lock people out of their own computer systems, and then you know what happens next. They demand a ransom. They want money. They want cash in order for to them for you to release the information back to the targeted uh, group. Stratford, Ontario, uh, the mayor there saying that they're one of the latest communities to get attacked like this. He is sending out a warning to other municipalities and mayors across the whole country that municipalities better get ready for more of this. These online extortionists are getting bolder and smarter by the day. Let's check in with a real expert on this now, Professor Tom Keenan. He is a cybercrime expert at the University of Calgary. He's the author of the best-selling book, Techno Creep. I'm very pleased to welcome him back to the show. Hi, Tom. Good afternoon. Funnily enough, I'm at a conference in New York that the mayor of Stratford usually attends. But I guess maybe he's got other things on his mind. Yeah, he seems pretty busy working with the police there in Stratford to figure out just how bad this attack is on their uh, their computer servers. I know that this one doesn't surprise you, Tom, because you've seen a lot of this in the past. Well, we certainly have. I mean, there was a hospital down in Los Angeles that had you know paid a ransom because if the bad guys locked up your data and you don't have a good backup copy of it, you're kind of stuck. I've even had you know, corporations call me up and say, well, what are we going to do? And the answer is, if you had a time machine, you'd go back and back up all your data. And maybe you should pay, maybe you shouldn't. The police say don't pay, but I do know people who have paid, and uh, it's an individual decision, I suppose. How does this work? How do these hackers get into the system, and then what do they do to lock up this information? Usually somebody gets something bad. You've got an employee who's a little bit bored, maybe in a hospital, and they, type, they go to a website that they shouldn't go to, or they click on an attachment on an email. There's a million ways that somebody's computer can get infected. And because the computers are all networked, that infection can spread, and sooner or later, probably sooner, the bad guys are in there, they've got your system, and the IT manager gets an email, and the email says, you know, we own you. We actually are in control of your system. So uh, pay up or you can't have your data back. Sometimes they actually encrypt your data. Sometimes they just pretend to encrypt your data. That's good enough for some people to pay. Okay, and quite often I know they will make the demand for Bitcoin, right? They want Bitcoin so that the, you can't, the money can't be traced if, you, if someone does yeah. decide to pay up. Bitcoin is virtually untraceable. There are some police techniques where they try to find it out, but the reality is it's pretty anonymous. And that is the currency of choice, because after all, if you sent them a check or gave them a credit card, there would be a way to follow the money. So it's typically uh, the uh, way that the bank has money, and I've seen everything from 500 to $50,000, depending on what they think they can get. 
Okay, you're you're breaking up just a little bit on your cell phone there, Tom. I know you. I know we were worried about you being in a in a cell phone uh, dead zone there. I don't know if, you, if if there's any way you can move around or something. To yeah, I, I just bit. moved outside, so now you have to put up with the midtown Manhattan noise. But oh, is okay. that better? Yeah, I think that is better. Let me let me ask you this: Some people might wonder why the heck would anybody actually actually pay these people? You know, I mean. But on the other hand. If they've locked up your data and you have some confidence that you're going to get back into your system, I guess that's when people start doing the math in their own heads and wondering if, if it might be worth it paying these paying these extortionists. Didn't this happen at the University well, of Calgary a while ago? Yeah, I can't I, I can't talk about the University of Calgary except what's on the public record, which that there was a ransom attack. The university, it's documented, paid twenty thousand dollars. That's all I'll say about that. But let me give you the answer to your question. All right. Let's say you're a hospital. Let's say you're a hospital, and the bad guy emails you, and maybe he's very sophisticated. So instead of saying, I've locked up your data, he says, I know that you have a picker x-ray machine, and it has flaws in it. So I'm going to just kill a patient every day until you pay me this ransom. So, So the bad guys can get into what we call the Internet of Things. So that's even worse than getting in your data. Now they're controlling your machines. They, if you're a city, they could control your sewage system. So the possibilities are endless, and the only answer is awareness. So you've got to make sure that your employees know that there's no Saudi prince who wants to give them $10 million. Don't <laughs> click on that email. Is there is there any circumstances in your mind where it would be make sense to pay these guys? Yes, I do know a wine store in Calgary, and this is all public information. It was a month before Christmas. The bad guys only wanted $500 worth of Bitcoin, and the owner said, look, my customer list is on there. My supplier list is on there. It's a month before Christmas. Give me a break. He paid, and he said he's going to put it on his tax return as a business expense, but I got news for him. I don't think the CRA will allow that as an expense. (laughs) Okay, what is your advice to municipalities corporations anybody really and how to how to prevent uh, pre- uh, protect themselves everybody from this type of thing. it's really easy to back give your data there are automated ways it used to be a big pain in the neck now there are services that will do it for you for you know as low as twenty dollars us a year there are it consultants who can set it up so it's really inexcusable not to have your data backed up, particularly if you're a small, medium-sized business. I mean, how much data do you have after all? You could fit it probably on a USB key. And how often do you back up your data? Well, how much can you afford to lose, right? If you back it up once a month, you might lose up to 29 days' worth of data. So come up with a backup strategy and then educate your employees. Make sure that they know, particularly on their work computer, that there is no Saudi prince out there. There is no lottery that they didn't enter that they've suddenly won. And by the way, they probably shouldn't be going to those sketchy porn websites at work anyway. (laughs) Okay. The mayor of Stratford, Tom, is sounding the alarm on this for other municipalities across the country. He thinks that they're sitting ducks for these kind of attacks and people better wake up to this. Do you think this could get worse? And do you agree with the mayor that Canadian municipalities are, are, un, are not adequately protected on this? I, I do. I know Dan Matheson, and he cited other Ontario towns like Wasaga Beach that have had the same problem. It's particularly a problem in the smaller towns, right? Because they don't have, you know, the kind of IT department sophistication maybe as a big city like Vancouver. So everybody should be thinking about their backup. And 
What Dan is also calling for is a coordinated police response. The problem is, a lot of times you call the police and you get you know, a Joe officer who doesn't know much about cybercrime. So increasingly, police departments are uh, starting up special cybercrime units. Vancouver certainly has one. Calgary has one. RCMP have one. So you need to talk to the right people. If you're in this situation, get a hold of the right police people and don't let them just say, well, we'll take a report. That's not good enough. They should give you some help. That's what we pay our taxes for. Tom, thanks for taking the time today. I know you're busy there in New York City. Thank you. Okay, Mike. Take care. Appreciate it a lot. That is Tom Keenan. He's a cybercrime expert at the University of Calgary. His best-selling book is Techno Creep.